Hello and welcome in to the latest episode of the Nebraska Prep Zone Report. I'm Dylan Adams, back for another week here with Mike Patterson and Stu Pospisil. And guys, you know we got the All-Nebraska Volleyball team done, All-Nebraska Football is in the books. Yay. And so, yeah, let's move on to some round ball here. And uh, we're really diving into the basketball season. And Mike, you got to see uh, your, your first look at Britt Prince in her senior year last night. And your new number one team, Elkhorn North, they're looking pretty dominant. They solidified their spot with a win over Bellevue West. Right. That was uh, one of their tougher games early this season. Class A power Bellevue West and uh, Elkhorn North playing at home. Really looked good last night. And, of course, Britt did what Britt does. She had 18 points in the first quarter, 25 at halftime, ended up with 35. Uh, seven of nine from the field in that first quarter, including three threes. So... She really was on her game, and when she's hitting like that, uh, you know, there's no stopping the Wolves. So the uh, Thunderbirds got within about six in the second half, but every time they got that close, Elkhorn North would pull away. So, yeah, our, uh, our new overall number one, Elkhorn North, and they justified that boost to number one last night with a 15-point win over Bellevue West. It, it was an impressive win for sure because that uh, Lady Thunderbirds team was your preseason number one. And, you know, now you look ahead, this has been the, the first time in a while, right, that a Class B team leads your rankings. Right. You know, thinking about that, I don't know if you've got to go back to the South Sioux City days, Stu. Might. I hadn't really thought about that. You know, I saw Bellevue West last week. Mike had a uh, preseason 1-2 matchup with Miller North, and Bellevue West at home, you know, was able to, to win that one. But then Pius go, or excuse me, Bellevue West goes to Pius on Saturday night and loses and so now the, the T-Birds are on a two-game losing streak. You know, I thought the T-Birds were going to be a little stronger to start because they struggled at home against Lincoln North Star their very first night. I think you were there that night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they've got three really strong double-digit scorers back. And, you know, I was at that game last year when they played at Millard South when Katie barred the door in 93-91. Right. Great offensive girls basketball game so you know talking to Bellevue West coach Dean Bacon after the game you know he said we're just not hitting on all cylinders quite yet but hey it's early we're only four games into the season so uh you know I expect a little better things from Bellevue West and we'll see how the Metro Conference uh the holiday tournament shakes out but uh last night no question Elkhorn North was the best team I mean I think we have to wonder because neither one of us has seen Scott's girls yet uh, are th- are they the second best team in the state? Uh, quite possible. So you know, um, because Class A looks to be kind of a balanced. Right. There's no Millard South out there this year. Right. You knew that all along. Um, you know, it could be a year where you get six, eight Class A teams in the mix, and then you've got Elkhorn North and Scott. What maybe Norris. I boosted Millard Nor- or, uh, Millard West up. They haven't lost uh-huh. yet, you know, with the twins, the Gesser twins. Right. So and they're going to be highly recruited as well as Britt has been. Right. And they were at the game last night. So okay. and <laughs> Nebraska's already offered them. So, uh, yeah, Millard West is up there. You mentioned Millard North, uh, Bellevue West, and uh, – Scott plays Elkhorn North during the regular season, so we'll January see how that goes. 5th or 6th. That's yeah. that first weekend of January. Right. right. I think it's at Elkhorn North this year. Okay. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But 
Scott has pretty much everybody back from last mm. year. They've been chasing Elkhorn North. We'll see if they catch them this year. But, uh, you know, Elkhorn North still has Britt Prince. And her well, senior year, you know how, how she's going to want to finish it. How did the rest it. of the team look around her? I mean, you know, they lost a little bit to, to graduation. But, you know, you've got Reese Booth back and McKenna Murphy. Right. Who, who's the other two in that lineup? Right. Uh, well, you know, they spread it around a little bit okay. last night. So, um they did enough, let's put it that way, but Britt definitely oh, drives Stodden. the bus. Yeah. I Stodden had maybe 14 last night. Okay. Hmm. You know, that's Jerry Godowski's granddaughter. So. The old uh, Fremont uh, football coach and athletic director. Okay. So a good athletic family yeah. right there. If, if, if she can do that and they've got four scoring options, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. <laughs> Murphy had 12. So um, the only possible uh, Achilles heel you might say for Elkhorn North their inside game is kind of limited mm. so um, even though the Thunderbirds had a good inside player in Danny Coyer last night mm-hmm. she had 10 points and 10 rebounds so she did some damage inside but uh, well, Britt had 22 rebounds um, against Bennington, Bennington against yeah. B- right so, you know she she she's got the best nose for the ball I've seen in a long time not just offensively, but defensively. Sure. She's very disruptive, long arms, and, yeah, just messes things up at both sides, uh, both ends of the court. So, yeah, those teams we talked about are definitely ones we'll be watching here in the upcoming weeks. Will you guess he's got before Christmas? or? Um, I don't think so. Okay. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, Kip Colony is going for that. So many great teams at Millard West. And, and now at Scott. And really good teams at Scott and Kip's going after that elusive first title. I know he'd really like to get it. I know Scott would love to get it. In uh, you know, and, and dethrone and Griff. dethrone the three-time champion. But uh, that we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves there. But uh, yeah, that's definitely one of the storylines, and probably the main storyline that's going to be going on all season in Class B. Those two teams. Yeah. Who uh, talk a little bit about your rankings before we shift to boys? All right. Well, it's uh, we mentioned Elkhorn North is our new overall number one. Uh, Millard West 2, Omaha Scud is 3, Bellevue West 4, Millard North 5. Uh, rounding out the overall top 10, number 6 is Pius, number 7, Lincoln Southwest, number 8, Omaha Central, Anaya Jones and mm-hmm. Company, uh, number 9, Lincoln North Star, and number 10, Lincoln Northeast, and our number 1s in each class, uh, the Wildcats of, of uh, Millard West, number 1 in A, Elkhorn North in B, Malcolm, still undefeated, mm. C1, the Halley Dolliver Bunch, uh, C2, Crofton, D1, Pender, and Class D2. We had a new number one this week in Fall City, Sacred Heart. Why not was defeated, so uh, yeah, the Irish move up to number one. Yeah, why not lost on the boys' side, too. Uh, you didn't mention somebody that's number 10 in Class A. Was that just a an oversight here? Uh Oh, yeah, it's Omaha Benson, your alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> we get enough Omaha oh, Run Collie references on this podcast. A uh, little, little shout-out to the Bunnies who, if I re- recall, lost to Westview in the uh, OPS Jamboree and then avenged that loss. So. Right. And I'm going to see them, I think, on Friday night. They're playing at Millard North. So, okay. You know, and the uh, thing about Benson, they've actually got a few extra players this year. I mean, we wrote about it yeah. last year when they only had five players on the whole team. Yeah, well, healthy. They had to finish the year with five. Right, right. 
I mean, <laughs> helps to have a bench, huh? <laughs> and you have to have five to start the game. You right. can finish with less, but you have to have five to start. And somebody told me they're probably the best uh, conditioned team in the state because when you've only got five players, you don't get a whole lot of rest time there. No. So they well, uh, they did a great your, job. Your sprained ankle chances with that too, right. being on the court for thirty-two. I, and Benson did a great job of winning. I think they won about 10 games last year. They were like year. 10 and 11. Yeah, yeah. That, that was amazing when they had such a, a short varsity team. So, mm-hmm. yep. But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll mention the Bunnies checking in at number 10 in Class A. So. <laughs> Friday night. Okay. I guess that's the two top teams in, in OPS, then, you would have to say. It was Central and, and Benson. Benson then. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think you got to keep Westview in, in the mix, too, and – you know, I mean, that's a great story out there. You know, second year, and yeah. both teams made the uh, OPS Jamboree Finals uh, a week ago. And, uh, you know, good school spirit down at Bryan for, for that. And, you know, they're going to be they're gonna be one of the comers, you know, of the, of the new schools. They've got a really bright future. Just wanted to mention Westview coach, uh, the girls, coached yeah. by Jason Simons, who was at Wahoo Newman for several years and did a really good job there. And, uh First year at Westview last year, they didn't have any seniors and really Still almost don't. all almost all freshmen and a couple of sophomores, and they were able to have a, a pretty successful season. So I think Jason's done a really good job in a short amount of time. They also can have a family uh, reunion on the bench. They've got uh, I think three of his kids are assisting him this year. So it's a it's a Simon's family uh, effort every time out for the uh, Wolverines. Nice. But no, uh, dipping back into Britt real quick before we move on to boys, you know, she had, she opened the season with a career high 42, then she does her 28 and 22 rebounds last Friday night, 35 last night. It so seems like she's... Average. 35's her average wow. after those three games. So up 10 more points than what she averaged last year. She's somehow scoring at a way higher pace. What have you seen from her uh, that she's, I guess, most improved upon in her game? Well, you know, I just saw her last night, mm-hmm. so... Um, I think one thing, well, she's healthy. She had the foot injury at the very end of last season. She's been working really hard to get back. That was her first game action, really, mm-hmm. since that final against yeah. Scott. So, and I think the fact that, and Stu and I have talked about this, the fact that she assigned her, her letter of intent with Nebraska, she's not kind of constantly out there under the microscope of all the other coaches mm-hmm. all across the nation, really. So... I, I think maybe uh, she'll be able to play even a little more relaxed and well, uh, kind of. I, th- I think she's a senior, and I don't think she's being subordinate anymore. I mean, this is her team. She senior year, you know, she's been really good in the team chemistry. She's going to continue to do that, but this is her year. Yeah, yeah, her last year. So mm-hmm. and obviously, they've won three titles, and there's only one way they want to finish, and only one way she wants to end her career. So, yeah, but, I mean, she's off to a great start for 4 and 0, four games, and you mentioned her scoring average, so solid. Most definitely. So now we can dip into boys here, and I know, Stu, you wrote over the weekend, um, one of our top contenders in Class A is 3-1 and one Gretna, but they're hoping to receive some, you know, positive off-the-court news uh, with their coach, Brad Feakin. Yes, uh, you know, um, Brad's been dealing with a, a rare form of um, – kind of uh, lower GI cancer for the uh, past couple years, and they had gotten good news that it had not spread in his last cancer check. And in fact, some of the tumors in the various places were shrinking slightly, so there wasn't growth. But 
they were finding fluid in his body and they thought it was gallbladder causing it so they took the gallbladder out he wasn't responding recovering as you wouldn't normally so they went back in and he needs a heart valve repaired and the the first scheduling option uh that uh, they were told according to a assistant and very good friend of brad's uh bill heard is sometime in early january and so they're hoping this week to get better news on that front that uh he can get in in sooner and they were checking out options and tonight this is wednesday when we tape this uh wednesday uh december where are we 13th 13th yes um there's a fundraiser at heavy uh, uh brewery at uh 204th and highway 370 in gretna uh freewell offering music bingo uh, just trying to help defray some of the medical costs that have certainly piled up for the Pekin family. And, you know, g- great guy. As I wrote, he's got a big heart, and now that heart needs a, a big repair. So Yeah, yeah I mean, on, on a personal note, Dylan, Stu and I have both known Brad for a long time. I mean, he's not only a good coach, but a good guy, and he's just had a lot of medical issues. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a fellow Bears fan like I am, and uh, you know, we've talked football sometimes just to kind of switch things up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, our our thoughts are definitely with the Feekin family and, yep. and with Brad, and hopefully everything turns out okay. And the team's, you know, certainly got, you know, something else to handle. You know, they've got good senior leadership in, uh, in uh, Landon Perkowski and Alex Wilcoxon and, and – uh, you know, those parents are very active along with the Wilkins. I, th- I think Mrs. Wilkins is Alex Wilkins' mom chairing this um, uh, fundraiser tonight. And the Gretna community has been so supportive of, of the Feekins and, you know, the team as well. And, you know, every, again, Gretna still feels like a small-town community. Uh, you know, that, that can change. Um, you know, Gretna is one of the growth areas, and, you know, we've, we're going to see Gretna East probably get in Class A faster than Gretna will return, but um, it's still that small town feel and uh, and that uh, sense of uh, belonging that uh, you know they're going to rally, and that's mm-hmm. you know we just wish Brad the best and and the Dragons the best. Yes, absolutely. So don't want to wish them the best, and we'll we'll keep going here with uh, kind of our latest rankings. Um, had. Two undefeateds as our big climbers this week into the top five, Stu, Omaha Westside and Papio South. Yeah, Westside knocked off Gretna. A wonderful game last week. Uh, uh, some guy named uh, Coach Rule was in the house. <laughs> Half the Creighton basketball team was in the house to see that one, 77-74 Westside. Uh, Westside then went on to Kearney. Not an easy place to play the next day and short rest and uh, uh, held off the Bearcats there. Uh so they moved up to third, Papio South, very solid win over Creighton Prep. Uh, and then Bryson Ball, their junior, who's going to likely be their all-time leading scorer sooner than later this season, uh, had back-to-back 30-point games, including that prep game, over the weekend. So hmm. the Titans maybe a year ahead of schedule, uh, but sometimes you get that with a, a strong junior class. And they, they had a, two or three transfers as well. Uh, come in. They're saying at four. Um, 
Miller North uh, won the game for number one last yep. week. You don't often get a December one versus two game. Right. Um, but uh, Miller North went to Bellevue West, uh, won that game by 11. Uh, I think it was 85-74. Um, Snapped the big win streak. The, yeah. yeah, Derek yeah. Rollins had uh, 30 points that night, double-double. Very solid player. Uh, he and, like, the next kid we're going to be talking about really have diversified their games, going out to the perimeter more. Uh, you know, so I've, I've, I've seen some very solid players in just in the past week. A week ago Monday, it was Amari Bynum, yeah. who's the um, only Nebraskan right now on a top 100 list in the junior-senior class. Uh Amari's dad, uh, Omar, played for Omaha North and then uh, three years at Iowa State to finish up there after a year of JUCO. Uh, so um, good lineage there, good good basketball sense. He's moved out more on the perimeter. Um, he's averaging 21 a game. Brands undefeated, number eight in the rankings. Um, they, they probably will get their better test um, coming in the – well, they start with Central on Friday night, but that's at home. Uh, Central's kind of finding itself early. Um, and then um, the holiday tourney that starts on the 22nd, uh, Brian and the better teams won't play until the 29th. But, um, yeah, certainly the Bears are a team to watch with Galen Gulley as coach. But, um, you know, so it was Miller North going up to number one. Bellevue West drops only to two. Westside, Papio South, Prep. Ran out the top five. Gretna heads the second five. Uh, Carney with losses only to Miller North and Westside. Uh, seven. Um, Brian would be higher, but they need a, a good win. Sure. And then new to the rankings, Lincoln Southwest with uh, Braden Frager, the Nebraska uh, recruit reclassifying to uh, to be class of 24 is ninth. And Omaha North uh, won again on Tuesday night, so they're saying four and one. And uh, Coach Thomas Lichty, you read between the lines there, uh, I think there's better team chemistry uh, this year with, with the Vikings, and they've always seemed to have uh, good potential, and, and maybe this is the year that uh, things get put together. In um, other classes, uh, Creek goes to number one in uh, Class B. I saw Aiden McDowell score 35 on Bennington um, first weekend. Um so they're number one. Elkhorn beat Norris, uh, which had been preseason number one. Um, so the Antlers are two. Norris is three. Scott's Bluff. Omaha Scott with a limited schedule early. Uh, lost by one to um, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas is uh, five. Hastings, uh, undefeated start there for the Tigers. I'll see them Saturday six. Rancali. My mention of Rancali, seven. <laughs> Good job. Blair, Bennington, and Omaha Gross new at number 10. Other class leaders, Omaha Concordia, uh, which has a um, game Thursday night at Bennington. That'll mm. be um, interesting. And then uh, Ashton Greenwood is second in C1. Uh, class C2, Amherst, number one. D1, Johnson Brock stays number one. And then D2, um, why not dropped a, a game last week? So uh, Shelton uh, won Osceola two, and I will see that as a one versus two game Saturday morning at the Heartland Holiday Hoops Classic at Hastings College. Nice. Uh, Shelton Osceola is the eleven fifteen game. Uh, Elkhorn North uh, only the boys, not the girls. <laughs> uh, see Hastings Saint Cecilia at one. 
Cross County and Adams Central is 245. Grand Island Central Catholic and Central City at 430. Grand Island Hastings, always a, a grudge game there at 615. And Roncalli uh, travels to play a good Dolph and Trumbull team at 8 o'clock. So got a busy Saturday ahead. Sounds like it. Yeah. Dylan, and Dylan, I want to do a swing back to the girls and just say one thing about uh, Russ Neinmeyer. DC yes. West uh, mm. coach. He's closing in on the all-time record for coaching wins. John Larson holds it, 638. Uh, Nine Myers at 636. They got beat by Arlington last night. Uh-huh. So they're 3-1 and one now. Um, so he will be... What's that timetable do now? Will it be pre-Christmas or Christmas tourney I possible? Th- I think uh, they've only got a couple games left, left. before Christmas. Um they play, I think, at West Point Beamer, and they play at home against Raymond Central. I think then the break comes, and then they play in a tournament. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it uh, it could happen at the tournament. So, um, you know, Russ won a lot of those games at Sandy Creek, and he's had a really fine coaching career. And, you know, John Larson is the leader, Southeast and Creed. And, uh, you know, John was always a good guy. And, mm-hmm. um He'd be the first to congratulate oh, well, Nyenmeyer when he when he gets that record. Well, they which, coach together for some of those Nebraska Girls Basketball Association teams. So, right? No, they're 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 friends, and you know records are made to be broken. And yep, you know, and and John's still going to hold the. Well, actually, uh, Jim Miller's got the Class A record, doesn't he? Or is it is it um, John for, for re- wins a Class A program? Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, well, because Crete was Class B, <laughs> right? So, and, and so John had what three years there? Yeah, I, I think I think Miller, Miller may have probably because I think his whole time was at Marion, right? And you know he uh, went past. I think he finished with six oh nine something mm-hmm. like that. So those were probably all Class A. So yes, I think Miller probably has that. Okay, but uh, yeah. Three of the best. Three of the best. And I guess uh, when we're talking about coaches, we should mention Sharon Zavala, the all-time mm-hmm. volleyball leader with 1177 wins, recently announced her retirement at Grand Island Central Catholic. So I don't think anybody's going to touch that mark anytime soon or maybe forever. Who knows? That's 49 years. Yes, yeah, 49 they, first years. First time in 49 years they have to go find a coach. 49 years at the same <laughs> school. She actually Crazy. coached 50 because she was an assistant track coach, and then she took uh-huh. over volleyball after that. So yes. that's a great career for Sharon. Congratulations. and uh, Happy retirement. Happy mm-hmm. retirement. You're not going to hear that too much anymore, I don't think, the same no. coach staying for 49 years. I don't think I think that's kind of a thing in the past. And But, yeah, congratulations on that all-time career. Um, you know, as we wrap things up here, yeah, um, we – we had uh, the Bears winning their first OPS title, right, in, in 15 years, too. Right, I, I think Brian we Bears, throw, not the Chicago Bears. Right, the Brian Bears, to throw Although that Chicago out, too. Chicago had a nice win on Sunday. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. The, we're getting close to Christmas, and they're not eliminated yet. That's that's pretty <laughs> remarkable. Welcome to the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> you know, there's a way the Bears can still get into the playoffs. I yeah. mean, it's a little <laughs> convoluted. They play at Cleveland on Sunday, so that'll be a tough one. But, you know, then they have a couple home games that are – Winnable. I think they're against Atlanta and Arizona. So, so they could go from uh, being number one in the draft to I know sneaking in, and kind of wrecking themselves in the draft. <laughs> but uh, the ace in the hole is they still have Carolina's number one draft pick in okay. the uh, yep. in the deal they made last year in the draft. So, so we'll see how that all shakes out. I won't I won't mention uh, the green and yellow team, even though they got beat 
was it Sunday night or Monday night? Monday night, night yeah. yeah. Thank goodness. Kept my Vikings. But, but, but the touchdown pass by Love put my wife into the, our fantasy football playoffs. Ah. Hooray. So we kept harmony in the family yep. because I was already in. <laughs> yeah. Mike, the security guard downstairs, who's a big Packers fan, he wasn't too happy about that Packers loss. But uh, actually, they're still kind of in line for a – for a wild card bid too. I so. mean, Kansas City's receivers learn how to line up behind uh. the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, that was unfortunate. That rant that Mahomes went on, but uh, hey, offside is offside, and we're oh, it, was just in, it, was, just it was clear. It was it was so NFL. clear. I, I saw it right away. I'm going. It's, not just in the NFL. It's I mean, thing. that's going to get called in college, even in high, high school. Well, they're going to call in high school as much as anything. But yeah. no, I mean, it, it was not even close. I think that rant was kind of a culmination of what's kind of been gone wrong with the Chiefs this, you mm-hmm. know, the last three lot. or four weeks. And, yeah. you know, I think Mahomes is obviously a generational talent, and he's done everything right up to that point. And now I think he's kind of backed off a little bit, kind of regrets what he did and what he said to Josh Allen, the heat Buffalo of, heat quarterback, of the after the game. The it moment. was the heat of the moment. It's so. just, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like Kadarius Tony, you can – you can uh, drop passes and you can run the wrong route. Uh-huh. That's that's fine. At least just line up on sides. Yeah, you yeah. know that's. <laughs> well, you and, at least you know, that. and again, you know, we're in an age, and fortunately or unfortunately, where you've got social media and you've got live mics on the field. Yes. And so everything's going to get picked up. I mean, you know, ten years ago, that would not have been a conversation with with uh, Mahomes and Allen that you would have heard. I mean, they're. Right. they're the privacy factor is diminishing almost to the a, point of extinction. Yeah. yeah, it's almost zero now. Yeah, well, the, I, the Chiefs are still in good shape. They're going to win their division. Miami they might lo- have to leave the friendly con- confines, <clears throat> yeah. though. Miami losing that didn't hurt them either. They can still get the one seed. Yeah, since so, Miami lost, but yeah. You know, I'm, Baltimore's kind of in the driver's seat, mm-hmm, but they've mm-hmm. kind of had some issues too. So yeah, we'll see how it's it be plays a fun out. Season. Yeah. Three, four weeks left in the season? Yeah, there's a lot to figure out. So, so I think I looked at the standings. There's like 13 teams that are 7-6 and six or 6-7. Six and seven. So it's, uh-huh. like, it's like half the league that can go either way these last four weeks. So, Which, is, which is what old Pete Rozelle always wanted. He, or was it Tagliabue? One of those two. Their was dream Rose. was to have everybody 8-8. Eight and eight. I think it was Now Rose. you can't do that because you got 17 games. Right. But. I think it was, as Howard Cosell said, Alvin Pete Rozelle. Yeah. Bears five and eight, I think can still get to eight and eight. Eight and around. Well, they they can't mathematically. They can. Can they physically? <laughs> well, we'll find out. <laughs> so no, we can wrap this up for today, guys. This was a lot of fun um, talking some hoops. Oh, real quick, I want to congratulate Omaha Scuts, Cade Ziola. Uh, I think we should do that real quick. He won the Ironman yes. Wrestling first in Ohio for first in Nebraska. Yes. So congrats to him. That was an awesome deal. We're, Starting the wrestling season too, but and swimming, yep, and bowling, yep. Mike. Mm-hmm. You bet. So busy time of Strike year. Strike lucky. We got a uh, holiday potluck to get to, though. So we're gonna wrap things up. Um, we might be back before the Metro tournament. Otherwise, we'll come back after the first and and yeah, kind we'll of. Have, we'll have to see. We got signing day next week yep. too. So so busy, busiest times for sure. <laughs> right. It won't All be right. the weather holding us back. No, yeah. For once, the Metro tournament, I think, will be. All good. All, with, all with good. <laughs> no cancellations. We shouldn't have any <laughs> weather issues in the next week because it's going to be probably a green Christmas. We don't have a chance of white stuff for the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, pretty crazy. I'm starting to buy into this global warming thing. <laughs> I mean, I just remember growing up here in Omaha when we had 
snow on the ground in mid-October, and it was still there in early March, and now... But, well, you go back and look, Nebraska's chances are, Nebraska over the years, it's been like a one in three chance of having a white Christmas, so... Hmm. What's a farmer's almanac say? That's that's what I believe in. I, I don't know. The the kids got stashed away next to his farming stuff in the room, so I haven't seen it. This <laughs> go find it and check it out. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that. We need to get guest. the twenty four almanac. Yep. Fine. See what January holds. But if we're not back again, to our listeners and our Omaha.com subscribers, a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year, and we'll be back in twenty twenty four. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening.